What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Mm. Hey, hey, hey. I got to get a better sound bite than that. <laughs> <laughs> what is up? Yeah, I'm not going to do that no more. <laughs> so I listen to myself. Like I listen back to some episodes and I do that. I'm like, don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Are you judging yourself harshly? Harshly. Yes. Very harshly. <laughs> Let's, let us be kind. Is that right? Is that right? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Because Life Podcast, episode 56. <laughs> I almost forgot. <laughs> I did. I'm out. I'm always forgetting. <laughs> um, so how has your week been? How has your day been? Well, it was a, a roller coaster of a week, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um... The Rona technically got me. Um, it's so funny because last episode, we literally, I was literally saying like, wow, like, mm-hmm. it's so crazy. I haven't caught COVID. I don't know how I've been dodging this, this virus. Like, I know, I'm being, <laughs> I know I'm being safe, but I don't know. I was like, I feel so blessed. And then literally, literally, my girlfriend called me like, go get tested. I was like, all right, bet. Um, and my first test came back negative but i was feeling fine so i was very confused mm-hmm. Wait, um, negative or positive sorry my first one came back positive and i was very confused so i was feeling fine i was just like there's no way and i took another one the same day i got those results and then it was negative but i'm still quarantining i mean i've been pretty tired but i don't know if it's like laziness tired or like COVID tired yeah um I just don't want to be one of those freaks who are asymptomatic like (laughs) like the reason I call us freaks because technically I am right um because I haven't gotten 50% of the symptoms is because like we're the people like people who are asymptomatic are passing it on like you know you don't know you have it you don't know to get tested and you out here doing things regularly, seeing your people, like, even if you're in your safe bubble, you know, you don't wear a mask in the house, you could have affected the whole room and you don't know. Um, yeah, I think that's why you should just yeah. get tested regularly because we all go outside. So we still go yeah. grocery shopping. We still go. Some people still go get their nails done. And people, I think, are going to church now. You know, people are still like going out. So even if you feel like you may be asymptomatic, asymptomatic <laughs> I think you should still should just test regularly like it, the test isn't like it was before where you had to sit in this long ass line of cars mm-hmm. to get tested like yes. you literally can go everywhere you can go to Walgreens and do it yourself so <laughs> it's, yeah it's available now mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to go get the antibody test before I you know comfortably, comfortably you know be around people without a mask and right. stuff like that to see if, like, maybe my body passed the virus, you know what I mean, way mm-hmm. before. Because I, I did, I was having, like, diarrhea and headaches and stuff like that. But I know I'm lactose intolerant, so I topped yeah. it up to that. You know what I mean? Right. And having a headache, maybe I didn't eat enough that day. Like, that's what I was topping it up to. Um, but it could have been that. So, who knows? True. Um, more of the stories will get tested. I mean, outside of the COVID scare, I had a fairly great week <laughs> and weekend. Um, spent it with my boo, nice, which is nice, always nice. nice. Yeah. Um, like we're literally 
big old kids. Like, we literally bought Nerf guns and was shooting bottles off the table. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> and made a drink And made a drinking game out of it. Like, of course. Like, a freaking a blast. Like, great week. But meanwhile, like, I'm like, do I have COVID? Like, I went to go buy, I went to go buy the, the temperature scanner. Like, the ones you see at the door. Yeah. yeah. Like, when you go into restaurants and stuff like that, like, I brought one in every five seconds. I'm, like, testing myself, like, what is it? I'm done. What is it? <laughs> Good. I was just, like, I don't, like, you know what I mean? But no fever. Yeah. No cough. I could still, still taste. I could still smell. Occasional headache. Occasional tiredness. But I'm blessed. Yeah, yeah. Still. <laughs> um, I know when, like, when you called me, I was with my boyfriend, and I was like, oh, okay, so this is what happened. What I got to go get a test. And he was like, why? He was like so paranoid. I'm like, because you know, we was at, the, oh my God. Like literally he would hit, he probably held his breath from the moment he heard me say that I had to get a test. Cause I may have been exposed to the time I got yeah. the test results. Like he was holding his breath and that was like two days. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like, he was way more like paranoid. So then after we got the results, cause I did the rapid and the other one, I don't know what the other one's called. Um, I didn't get the second one, the results back yet, but you know came back uh negative and he was like all right you got a limit where you go <laughs> you can't go. you like to be outside a lot because you know you just can't stay in the house which is true like I don't like to stay in the house like too long he's like you just be going to stores and wandering around don't do that no more <laughs> I was like, it's okay. like I'm like dude you know we're going to Atlanta in a few weeks right <laughs> yeah right I'm like, like so I'm like, so I think we should think about this vaccine. Um, I'm having second thoughts. That's how I feel too. I was just like, I was like, you know what? With this scare and possibly being an asymptomatic right. carrier, like that is the most scariest thing to me. Like I could just be in front of grandma and uncles and aunties everywhere and not be knowing. Exactly. So yeah, stay safe out there, dog. For real, get tested. <laughs> just get tested on a regular. She's. And I free. swore up and down. I was like, I'm not sick. I'm not sick because I went on a Wednesday. And I get, didn't get my results back until like Saturday at mm-hmm. 4 a.m. And I woke up 4 a.m. Like I got a text message. And my phone cut, Like I got. And I, I don't know why I woke up to a text message. I never do. But I did. And I, I woke up the house. I was like, look. look boom. <laughs> look at this. I was freaking out from that moment. on. I was like, there's no way. But. It's yeah, you feel like that. It's like it can't happen to me. Then like yeah, it can happen to you. You feel like I, it. Of, I didn't think I was like I couldn't get it. I just was like I can't have it because I don't feel anything. Like you know that yeah. that's the part that I was just like not me, <laughs> not me, not me. No. no, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, that was that was that my was week. your week. <laughs> I mean, same here. Pretty, here. pretty much same yeah. here. I was with the boo over the weekend as well. It was pretty cool, pretty chill. Um, however, it did not. It was less chill on one night because we started discussing the little Nas X video. And at this moment of him discussing it, I'm like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Because I don't know what video you're talking. About. I didn't watch the video. All I had heard about was I had heard about it like earlier in the day about him um giving the devil a lap dance or something and i was like okay so we had a discussion about it or whatever it wasn't even a discussion it became a whole argument but i'm just like you just have to listen to what i'm trying to say because all i was saying because he kept mentioning that 
you know, it's the kids be watching it, you know, and I'm like, well, parents have to be more like in control of what their kids watch and what's accessible to them. I'm like, I'm not saying that whether or not you agree with the, I eventually saw it. It's, I don't like the video because it's freaky and weird to me. So it's not my, my cup of tea, that video. Um, I don't think anything of it. I mean, I've heard other, I've heard explanations of it. Um, like he kind of used that as a metaphor because people always saying like, if you're gay, you're going to hell. So he literally went to hell and kind of like throwing people face like, well, if I'm going to go to hell, I'm going to go to hell. I'm going to kill Satan. I'm going to run that bitch. Something like, like to that aspect. That's why he did it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what, why he did it. That's an interesting, um, it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I was just, my point to him was like, whether you like it or not, like people have freedom of speech. Like that's right, literally absolutely. what we have. We can speak how we want to speak as long as we, we're not harming anyone. Um, emotionally, it could be harming to somebody uh, or traumatically to somebody. Um, if they seen it, a child sees it. Yes, that's traumatic as hell. But you as a parent have to like be the ones to, like, you know, wrap that around. Like, no, you can't watch it. Not little Nas X, he ain't just the father. <laughs> like, and not even him. Like, he ain't the, put, baby he ain't the baby daddy. Like, people put so many, um, not restrictions, but so much pressure on like celebrities and people in the media as if they have to stay this one way. And it was like, oh, I think it was, um, because he kind of clapped back at people on Twitter. Um, but in like, one, always does. yeah, one, I think one of his tweets was like, wow, there's a lot of mass shootings going on in the world, but everyone's worried about my video. <laughs> like, hmm, <laughs> got a point there. Um, yeah. but he was also like, oh, you guys, I mean, he was like, I understand y'all let y'all kids listen to, uh, what's the old town road, whatever it's called. Yeah. But he was like, even that's not a child's song. If you listen to the lyrics, <laughs> Which I never did. I'm probably going to go and listen to him now. Um, but he's yeah. probably talking about riding that. Exactly. Exactly. Not that I think about it. <laughs> he could be. I think, I think he did say something it. in there about him literally talking about like a sexual relationship with the man or something like that. I could be wrong. So if you listen to it and I was wow, wrong, then my bad. But um, that song is even more crazy now. I'm going to take my little thing. Okay. I'm going to ride. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Okay. Okay. I'll give you. A play on words. (laughs) But it's just, I just get pissed when people say things like that. Like, oh, the children. You know, your children have seen way worse, have said way way worse. Okay. It's not, y'all come out, come at Cardi B for the stuff that she does. Like, no, these are not their responsibilities. You are the parent. it's funny that you mentioned it because this was going to be my corner um, because it was such a bizarre video. Like, I saw clips of it and he was, like, on a stripper pole mm-hmm. going down the hill. That's what I saw. Mm-hmm. And then and then someone sent it to me and I watched the whole thing and I just couldn't stop looking. I was just so... No, yeah. He started off the video and he was, um, he was teased. Mm-hmm. And the serpent came to him. Mm-hmm. He ate the app, the pear, whatever we want to call it. Um, and then he gets on a stripper pole in drag and literally strips, like, or rides the pole all the way down to hell. But he was going up at first, though. If you notice, oh, he was going, going up, he know? was going up first, and then then he like then something changed, and he looked down and he started sliding that bitch down. <laughs> it's like 
Oh, shit. All the way down to Satan's lap. And Literally. he rides him like, uh, <laughs> like nothing I ever seen before. And I'm just in, in awe. And I'm stuck at this point. And then, um, and he, it looks like he had sexual relations with the man or being. Um, and then he takes, he, he kills Satan yeah. and takes his horn off and put it, put his horns off and put it on mm-hmm. him. And the song, if you, I, I didn't even listen to the, all the lyrics of the song, but I remember at the moment where he took off the crown or Satan's um, horns. horns and put it onto himself, it was like something like call me your name or something like that. Like so mm. bizarre. And honestly, I believe in spiritual things. And I believe, you know, that things have meanings and stuff like that. Um, it was it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, but again, he has his freedom of speech. I I heard. I, I didn't look into anybody's deep dives on it because again, I I truly believe in spiritual things. Mm-hmm. Right? I believe there are spiritual beings beyond human understanding that exist in this world. So that wasn't my cup of tea to be okay. diving into because I I mean I grew up in church, so I saw a lot of symbolism there, and I was like, ooh. Not me, not today, Satan. Afterwards, I listened to Fred Hammond for two hours. <laughs> two hours. I was like, no, we gotta get that bad juju out of here. No, I feel you. I feel you. We don't need none of that in there. Um, fuck them kids. That's one of my favorite things to say. Fuck them kids. No, your parenting actually. Uh, yeah, like well, yeah, content. in the sense, that. like you need, like you need to be watching what your kids are watching. Period. Yeah, like yeah. there are even some cartoons that are out there that I'm just like, all of them. Why is this a kids cartoon? Like I don't understand. They're not. Why is this content in kids? I mean, if I had kids, I, I would. There are certain things that I wouldn't let my kids watch. Um, there's no reason your kids should be googling "Call Me by His Name" like right? whatever the song is. It's, but it's just it's bizarre that people are letting um letting their kids intake this content. Same thing with Cardi B and WAP. Like, why is that something they And if you have a problem with these things and you don't want your kids to indulge in it then then t- t- talk to them about the things that are going on and there's nothing wrong with telling them the things that are going on in the world there's nothing wrong with explaining you know why you don't want them to watch this thing why why you shouldn't listen to this there's nothing wrong with doing that either like just like take the blinders off your kids eyes like they're gonna learn eventually we learned eventually right. so yeah like, and I agree. Yeah. growing up i was um told or or i learned that like there are a lot of um evil things going on in the music industry and in Hollywood and stuff like that. So watch the gates, your eyes, your ears and your mouth. Like you got, you have to guard those things. Yep. And is there certain content that if it's not for you, it's not for you. And that's just, is what it is. No, that's fine. I mean, he, people are like pushing the limits these days, like with the, with the stuff that they're coming up with. It's just <laughs> bizarre. Um, it's almost, it just reminds me of like, um, what's his name? Dave Chappelle and how he was saying he was trying to get canceled. Like he was just pushing the limits to see how far he could go. Mm-hmm. That's where I feel like content is right now. Like what could be the most talked about? What could be the most trending? Um, I don't know what other reason he would make something like that. Yeah, right. And to be talked about, I just see someone say that like, you know, oh, I think you kind of mentioned it, but like, you know, we keep wishing hell on gay people all you know all this time well 
He there went. You go. <laughs> <laughs> he went. And that's what, that's what I say. Like he went, and y'all still mad. <laughs> like what you mad at? You told me to go. So, or you said this is where I'm going to end up at anyway. So exactly. And if you hate if you hate gay people that much, then like why are you even intaking his content? Yeah, why you watch the video? Hmm? How you know all exactly. the details what, of the video, huh, sis? <laughs> right. Mm. Ooh, it just don't make no sense to me. You you really dissecting this whole video? Like, come on. Extra Clubhouse, I, I bet Clubhouse was clucking with so much <laughs> Nas X content, like that cesspool of a of a social media. I don't know. I, I just, I'm good with the Clubhouse. <laughs> I am so good, girl. Every time I'm like, all right, let me give it a try again. Like when one of my favorite content creators, like, oh, I'll be on Clubhouse tonight. I'll go on there. Like, mm, no, I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm I good. joined and then didn't even listen to. I think I got into a room by accident and I was like nope <laughs> and I just <laughs> logged off like I'm good took that shit right off my phone because no no thank you but um again like we don't know nothing like people are yeah. these guys we don't know just everybody just talking about what, what they feel is right and that's it in the story and it's, it's cool but I just don't like the, the, the con- condemnation of everything that's what it is like don't like you can talk about it, you can have your own opinions about it but then don't condemn don't go as far as like oh you're going to hell oh you're you know this like who are you like last thing yeah who <laughs> anywho even funny even funnier like i like grew up sneaking to watch 106 in park and <laughs> okay. for real 106 in park mtv all that stuff and there used to be a whole channel that always videos right and i used to want them want to watch them so bad and then as i got older i didn't even it didn't even occur to me until like cardi b released the video like oh people still do this like i think oh yeah i didn't know people still did spend that much money on video content on videos for their song me neither until about a year a year or two ago so there you go and kids don't even watch them like that like you know what i mean like they're watching people play games on youtube (laughs) and stuff like that like yeah, you the video totally you literally have to go look for the video like unless you really have like mtv and i don't even know if they're still playing it like they used to um you no know, mtv is a bunch of trash TV, but, well, like yeah. a bunch of a bunch of um <laughs> reality tv shows now yeah, it's not exactly. even about so you literally anymore. have to go search it looking for it exactly <laughs> i started looking laughing for it I started laughing when you said you had to sneak to go watch 106 and park and i was literally in college when 106 and park came out it came out wow that's that's deep bro i was like wait a minute she was sneaking to go watch it i was in college when this shit i think i was i mean i know i I know i was in college when it was on air i'm yeah i really don't know the year it came out but i'm sure it came out um i remember dreaming to be able to like skip school one day and sit in the audience of 106 and park like that was my dream girl oh no it came out in 2000 wow it came out september 11 2000 but that was still like wow. two years before I graduated, so yeah. <laughs> there you go. There yeah. you have it. So look, little Nas, keep expressing, <laughs> keep express, expressing your freedoms. That's yeah. But don't bring that juju over here. Right. If it's it. not hurting you, then just keep it. You don't have to look. That's what somebody said. You don't have to watch it. You know, <laughs> you don't have to. Or um, listen to the song. Or that, listen to the song. I highly doubt that song will ever be on the radio, like with the content that it is. Like, there's just certain things that just don't. 
get frequently played on the radio. Yeah. It's I'm, not I a radio song. Because I don't know. But Call Me By Your Name. Like, even the song was kind of creepy. <laughs> Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> <laughs> like, speaking about creepy songs, like, do you know that song that, that people do to, like, little dub dance to? I think it's called Beatbox. No. How does it go? Maybe, like, I don't know how to do it. What? Oh, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. Please, I don't know. <laughs> but even that, like, we're dancing to the song, and it's literally about murder. What Can song is it? this? No, I can't hear it. It's called Beatbox by Stockham Gotham. Okay, I'll listen to it because because we're recording. Um, yeah, separately, I can't play it for her or for you guys, but y'all know what I'm talking about. It's I'm literally sure about murder. And no one's upset about it. Everyone's just doing it on TikTok. Again, now. it's what... Make it make sense. <laughs> people choose what they want to be in the uproar about. <laughs> That's it. Make it make sense. So. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of talking about him now. <laughs> um, I'm going to save my... Um, Black business for the end because it's kind of going with what we're talking about today. But I'm going to do the black fact, which is um, just somebody I found out about. Well, her name is Dorothea, Dorothea Church. Um, basically, she was the first successful black fashion model in Paris. And I found that interesting. I'm not going to go through her whole history because, again, I'll just put it put it up for you guys to um, read. But I found it inter- interesting because I never heard of her because we've always pushed Josephine Baker as that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, wow, like, it's always somebody in the in the winds. It's like the Rosa Parks, but no, there was, damn, I forgot the girl name now. It was the other girl before Rosa Parks. You know, yeah. it's always someone that did it first, but, like, I'm going to push this person. Like, I'm like, why? <laughs> I wonder what. But, yeah, her name was Dorothea or Dorothea. I don't know how to pronounce this. Church. So, again, her information will go up on when I post it. Okay. All right. So, so let's um, get into our topic. Sex. <laughs> uh, this is something that her and I have discussed to talk about for so long. And we just have not. Um, and I'm a financial freak, right? So our topic this week is financial freedom. I mean, I am a freak because I have gold. Um, and I don't like to be broke. That's really what it is. I like to know. I like to tell my money where it's going, and how it's going, and when it's going. And not the other way around where my money is telling me what to do. Um, I mean, I have spreadsheets and graphs. And it's, it, <laughs> gets a, it gets a little crazy. It's a lot going on. <laughs> um, but if we could start off with uh, what is financial freedom for you, girl? Um, exactly what you said. So for me, financial freedom is not being in debt, not having to owe anybody anything. All my money is my money. Um, and also having the ability to have revenue and like money making money for me while I'm doing nothing. Right. <laughs> Girl, residual, residual income. Yeah, exactly. Residual income. So that's uh yeah. Uh, 100%. I feel like financial freedom for me is um, pretty much the same, but like not having money be like such a painstaking topic to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of bizarre, right? Like we all, like in a company, we all work for the same company, but no one knows how much the company's paying 
mm. each other. Mm-hmm. Um, even so, like you can be friends with somebody and have no idea what kind of tax bracket they're in, right? Like all of those things. Um, and I just think like the secrecy around finances, um, a lot of it comes from not having it and not yeah. knowing what to do and how to move with it. Um, cause you don't want nobody to know you broke or you think somebody might, if you got a lot, then you don't want nobody to be like in your pocket, yeah. whatever case may be. Um, but being able to talk about it freely, not have to worry about it in itself, um, it's huge things for me. Um, yeah. Right. I think with finances, I think it should be, um, talked about more often. It should be taught in schools, put like that. It should be taught. Like, I mean, we, we did those things like little budgeting class, but it wasn't like intense enough for Mm -hmm. like, you know, they showed you like how to write a check, um, how to sign a check. All right. You learned how to do that in school? (laughs) Oh yeah, I did. Wow, that's something I never learned in school. My mother taught me. Oh wow! I mean, that mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was like a thing we supposed to do. Well, look, maybe it was my school or the teacher because he also told us he also taught us how to do our taxes. So <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he would just say, "Fuck it, I'm do whatever I want to do." <laughs> I don't know, but um, but yeah, like I learned how to write that's out a check. Dope. Um. And like how to do deposits and stuff like that, and then the other class was a different class. It was a, a white man, and he taught us how to do our taxes. Yeah, I took a so in college, in college, in high school, I went to a Voltech school, a trade school, or a skill school, um, and I took an accounting class, and I still didn't learn anything about personal finances. Wow. Well, um, yeah, that- and in and in hindsight, that's that's strange to me, right? Like. Like, before you could balance books for a company or anything else, you probably should know how to balance your own books. Like, yeah, <laughs> you probably should. Um, Unless they just assume you knew how to do that already because it was a okay. trade. I don't know. I get you. I, I completely understand <laughs> what you're saying. I hadn't <laughs> even made a check yet in high school, so there was there was no idea. Of, I didn't even think it was something I had to do. Or even, like, knowing that I had to file taxes every year in high school that wasn't something i thought about oh until, yeah and no. so college and even then nobody even taught me like you know like i still guess every year <laughs> <laughs> like you know and every time i get a new job i have to google how do you fill out a w4 like really oh no i idea. oh well when you get a new job you mean yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. okay oh yeah i hate i i really don't i still don't i just kind of just <laughs> all right zero <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Sign it. It turns out right, I guess, every year. Thank God. <laughs> so. um, yeah, and those I get, I, I, I'm learning more, and I, I, I read books on finances, um, and I try to um, talk to people who I feel like, you know, who people who are comfortable talking about finances um, with me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Is uh, you didn't discuss another huh? <laughs> why? Why are you whispering? Did you write any? <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote down. Um, okay, so I was saying before, like finance finances is something that people should be comfortable talking about because we don't. A lot of us haven't been taught finances, like at home or in school, for instance. I was actually l- listening to a podcast today, and um, 
the girl was saying that she always had an issue with money and she's like, I don't know how because my mom is a banker. She's been a banker for like 15 years. <laughs> and like she instilled all of this into me, my brother, and my sister said they got it. I just didn't get it. So she was just like, you know, I don't know. She, that that yeah. missed me. But um, and I say that because so I'm so a couple, maybe like a week or so ago, um, right now I'm saving up to buy a car. Like I'm saving up money to purchase a car with cash, not to finance a car, right? That's my goal for the end of the year. Um, and it's something that I haven't read Dave Ramsey's the whole book, but that was some, that was a part of the, one of the chapters I did read. Um, and then I started thinking about it more. And I, I need a new car. Cora is, you know, Cora is on her last leg, but, um, she's still ticking. <laughs> I mean, today she wasn't, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, I need a new car. I'm going to eventually, cause I kept something always kept happening to it or whatever. So I'm like, you know what, Ashley, save up she still drives like she's not broken down you know in the winter it was a little cold because it wasn't that much heat but you know it was able to get fixed a little bit um and say like sacrifice the time to save to um buy a car and I posted that on Instagram and one of my friends you know you know she was replied back and it was nothing wrong what she said she was just saying like you know um that sounds good but like it, it everybody doesn't have that option so in my head, I'm fine. like, huh? That's fine. That's fine. But I also feel like we all do have that option. And I say that because we have to learn how to sacrifice. That's the key to doing certain things. If you need a car to get to work, I mean, maybe you can take the bus to work. That's a sacrifice that people are not willing to to make. So they say, F it, I'm going to just get this car right now, um, finance it, and just have. Because mm-hmm. car notes is like what? three something four something a month depending on how much you could put down on a car and if you can't really if you if you're saying you can't afford to buy a car then you probably most likely are not going to put something down on the car so you're coming out of there with a big ass car note um and the insurance is high and when you drive off the shit just went down fifty thousand dollars anyway so (laughs) right um but i was saying like you know sacrifices need to be to be made to have you know to 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 do that kind of to do that kind of thing. It was crazy because somebody else inboxed me and she was like she brought her she bought she had three cars I think and she bought all her cars um through cash um just by saving her money and she was like people make to her she felt like people make excuses as to why they can't do certain things. I'm like yeah don't go to brunch so many times. That's talking to myself. Don't go to Target hello. so many times. You know. Yeah, hello. Make groceries. Don't go out to dinner like every other week, or <laughs> you know, like sacrificing yeah. in some certain there areas. Ways. There's ways. Yeah. It may take you a year, which I give myself give myself a year. It may take a little bit longer, but mm-hmm. you can. It's it's possible to do, and it doesn't mean you have to have a lot of money because if you don't know how to manage uh, a hundred, uh, if you can't manage thirty thousand dollars, you can't manage a hundred thirty thousand, a hundred and. You know what I'm trying to say? A hundred thousand dollars. So it's just about how you see money, how you view money. And and I wasn't saying it to like being like, Oh, I can do it, y'all can do it. I'm just literally like trying I'm I'm working on it myself. Like I've always been terrible with money. Always. I know I know you said that that was your friend who said that, but it sounds that almost as if she was kind of triggered by what you said. Like, you know, like it's my goal for me. Like it doesn't you know, that doesn't say anything about about you, right? Um, so a couple of fun facts about American debt is that 
the average American household doesn't have a thousand dollars saved up. Um, yet alone six hundred, like six hundred to a thousand dollars saved up um, for emergencies, right? They just go to the credit card. Um, outside, beyond, um, second to student loan debt, car debt mm-hmm. is the highest debt in America. And sense. honestly, when you think about it, it's probably the silliest debt because it's not an investment. Yep. Um, and if you look at your car, like when you go to insure your car after you buy a new car, you put down the dealership's name on that on title. Mm-hmm. You don't have a title. So it's not yours until you pay off that, that loaner. Yep. And then when you um, pay it off, it all goes to hell. Because <laughs> yep. everything wants, she wants to die on you every other week. <laughs> right. But no, that's, yeah. I, the amount of money that we pay for cars is honestly ridiculous. And I, I've never bought a car flat, right? Because right, we mean, the statistic do. is when you leave, um, not after, not flat, I've never bought a brand new car. So I meant to say, because when you leave the lot, um, your car decreases in value mm-hmm. instantly, like, like 15% of the total, yep. right? So even if you wanted to go back and resell it, you ain't going to get the nope. same exact money after a week. Yet exactly. alone, yet alone, two years, three years, four years. Even when you lease a car, you're only leasing the amount of money that is depreciating on the car for the two years or the four years that you signed the lease for. Mm-hmm. So, is this some some things to think about? <clears throat> um, when I started going on my financial journey, uh, I learned a lot about myself personally. Right, like it made me address my what are my spending triggers like why am i spending money that i don't have like it made me address a lot of my own issues like why are you trying to keep up with the joneses why aren't you asking your ways right yep um and a lot of people don't like to focus on their finances because a lot of finances is literally self-control it is period period let me tell you real quick okay because it's definitely self-control i was living with my like my family like my grandmother um and I was working for the state and I was making good money but a bitch was broke all the time why you broke Ashley (laughs) you don't your rent ain't rent rent like let's be real like I was paying like three hundred dollars a month okay (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I was not saving money I was spending money I was going out but I was always living paycheck to paycheck pretty much it was nothing to my savings I had credit card debt I was trying to pay it. It was like, why? What's happening right now? Um, but that's because I just didn't have a good, healthy relationship with money. And then one day I took, <laughs> I decided to like add up all the things that I bought within that month that wasn't a bill or a necessity. Honey, you just spent $700 on nothing throughout this whole <laughs> month that you did yeah. not need to spend $700 on. When I when that happened, yeah. a light bulb clicked like it was like whoa you're tripping it didn't change at that moment still but I always remember that that part like wow like you really was like just in CVS just doing stupid shit right okay because most of it was CVS (laughs) why you in CVS every day (laughs) um but then that that end up how you said um what's your triggers that end up coming up back to full full circle to me in therapy when I found out I have impulsive um, impulsive reactions or whatever, whatever we call it, yeah. um, due to mm-hmm. that. So I'm like, okay, so impulsiveness, one of them was shopping for me. Um, the other one we ain't talking about. So 
<laughs> but um, absolutely, yeah. Um, so there's this idea, or not idea, but concept is called scarcity mindset. And a lot of people who are who grow up in poverty, not being able to get the things or not being able to have the freshman sneakers, grow up with a scarcity mindset. So as soon as they get it, they want to spend it. Um, yeah. And even if you have it, right? So there's two there's two expressions of scarcity mindset. As soon as you spend it, as soon as you get it, you want to spend it. And then there's people who got it and just hoard it, just hold and on. afraid to move afraid to invest just like to see the number increase Increase. cool fine right but uh, it's i always liken things to like the way plants grow but like the environment of scarcity nothing can grow right it's Mm -hmm. it's like um it's like the survival uh fight or flight uh syndrome where like you nothing healthy grows in that in that moment and when you stop moving in fear your decisions change. And it's the same thing with finances. Um, like, like literally personal growth and finances, like you can't go on a financial journey without going on a personal mm-hmm. growth journey. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of books that I think people should read on finances is uh, The Compound Effect, A Compound Effect. Really great book. It talks about how whether you're making a decision or not making a decision, you still have compounding um, interest on that, just like a loan. Whether you're paying your loan off not or not, mm-hmm. you it's still growing. Like you either going to pay off the interest plus the principal every month or you're just going to pay off the, the interest, right? It's the same same um, idea, same, you can apply the same logic. Um, we can talk about four ways to get a, you know, move away from scarcity mindset. Or ways to budget. Which one you want to go first? Um, let's do budget. Okay. Um, I've there are a few a few uh methods that I have used over the years that um oh yeah also thinking grow rich not thinking oh, the books rich, the Dave Ram the Dave Ramsey book mm-hmm. um both both of them um and then rich that poor dad. Those are the ones that I think they're oh. really great financial books to start off with. Um, so y'all go get those and it'll books. it'll really tell you about yourself. <laughs> Let me know how y'all feel because I'm probably not going to read them. <laughs> 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 Only because, I don't um, know, financial and self-care books doesn't do anything for me. But that's fine. You know, that's my thing. I know, that's your, that's your lane. <laughs> I'll just my ask thing. you. I just, the last few months, I've been reading some, like, non-growth books. Oh, sure. And... You being this is a soldier <laughs> in the Tom Dicky section. To, <laughs> well, no, I Jerome haven't Dickey. gotten to that one yet. I haven't gotten to that one yet, but I brought it. I heard exactly. it was so it was trash. Gifted to me. Really? So I heard it was bad. But I've only I heard it read like the first one. Oh, I read the first one way too many times. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe give it the spark notes, spark notes. But I want to read the first one before I read the second one. That makes sense. Um. Yeah, because it's been so long since I picked oh, up Oh, definitely. Book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, back okay, to budgeting. Back, back so to budget. there are a few ways that um, I've tried to work budgets. And budgets are so personal, like, for the way that you move your money and stuff like that. So they're always just templates. There are people who budget paycheck, paycheck to paycheck, um, which helps, right? Because if you think about, like, the way your bills hit, 
Mm-hmm. Um, the way you're built it, so you pay this with this check and that with this check, and you write it all out. Um, there's also zero-based budgeting. Dave Ramsey talks about a lot. Zero-dollar budgeting. So, like, at the end of your budget, you should end up with zero dollars left over because every penny, every cent, you should be telling to go somewhere. Even if you're paying on set, even if you're saving, even if you're investing. Um, uh, one of my favorite uh, financial people, uh, her name is Tiffany Anike. The budget Nisa. Uh, with a book. <laughs> that was my black business. <laughs> we, oh, really? She just yeah. She just came out with a book. She's so dope. She's from Newark. Um, mm-hmm. Love her to pieces. But she often talks about like she named her older self, and every time she puts money towards an investment or money towards saving, she literally says, "Let me pay Susan." Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like let me make sure Susan is okay. Because um, <laughs> for some people that helps. Like it's like it's a mental some thing. People, yeah, it's a mental thing. Like, you know, we pay Sally May, mm-hmm. internet, phone bill, pay yourself, your future self. Um, there's also one that I'm trying to aim towards, but I ain't there yet. But it's called the 50-30-20 budget, which means that 50% of your budget should go towards needs, uh, 30% should go towards wants, and 20% should go towards savings slash paying off debt. Um the way my student loans is set up, 20% is a little bit more than it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just giving up um, on so student loans. <laughs> giving up on student loans. Girl, I refuse to live past, I, girl, the next few years, not even years. I literally, my countdown that I set for myself is 30. I have been on a, I've been on a two-year journey to pay off my student loan debt. Um, and I'm nearing the end of my journey. That's good. Uh, yeah, 2021, that's this year. No, 2022. February 2022 is when my last payment towards my student loans should happen. That is um, cool. Girl, it's hard, though, especially now the way the summer is turning up and people want to go everywhere and go all these <laughs> like that. Just put it in your budget. extra money. <laughs> That, but the extra money, the extra money that I'm supposed to be putting towards that, I'm like, should I just skip this month and play this, you know, this little ticket and have a good time? Like, you right, know what right, I mean? Right, like, right. the self control factor. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> the self control factor, but writing down on pen and paper has Ooh, been the, the best, best method for me. Like, even when I set goals, like I go back to some of my old journals and I've written stuff down and it's just like, wow, I thought I was going to do this and I did it. And I forgot that I wrote it down mm. and I did it. Like, you mm. know what I mean? I still, it still came to me. It's something about pen and paper that just manifests things differently, which is why I write down, I can write all my budgeting every month and then I put it into my spreadsheet and then that's how I do it. That's cool. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um, do you, do you budget? Yes. So I, I actually budget weekly because that's just the way I get paid. Um, so when I, when I was at my old job, I was terrible at budgeting. So I asked a friend of mine, her husband, cause he showed me cause he was like in finances, whatever. So he taught me a method that was really, really good. Um, and it was like the paycheck you have today is for the bills you have the next month. Like, so it's not like paycheck to pay so you're it turned it 
got, got to a point where I'm, I have money over, like left over every check, basically. It wasn't like this mm-hmm. lump sum is going to this. So that was excellent. And then a little thing called Simple came along and changed oh my, my world. Oh. For the better, amazing, changed my life for the better, and it took away for me. It took away the thought process of budgeting, and it did it on its own for me. If nobody knows, it's simple as a bank, and it has goals and expenses and stuff. You put down, um, like you enter what your expenses are, what it is, when it's due, and simple to do the math for you. <laughs> It'll yep. do the budgeting for it's you pretty beautiful. much. But unfortunately, can, these niggas okay, is going okay. away. Mm? Well, they're not going away. They're changing their name. They're changing so the name. BBVA, but they um they don't have that option because I was gonna stay. They don't have the goals expenses option. Yeah, I was. I really, I still have. Oh, by May eighth. I'm in a cookie. May eighth. I'm in a cookie. I just started transferring my stuff over to um. I mean, I chose Capital One because I have a credit card and a savings account with them. So I just chose cap- chose them for now. Um, but now I have to get back in the mindset of budgeting and make because it was a visual for me in my bank account. I can see, OK, that's for medical insurance. That's for car insurance. I see it. And then I know what I have to spend. Now all the money is going to be jumbled the fuck up <laughs> and I got to figure right. it out it, like on paper. Um, but I've been doing that, though. I've been writing it down. I, I always write stuff down and then I input it in the computer. It just makes it, I don't know. I like writing. Yeah. Um, so that's the way I, I do wanna, my budget. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I wanted to um, explain simple a little bit more to them. Um, it's sort of like the Dave Ramsey envelope method where you take all your cash out, you put out this, this is how I pay my car insurance, this money, this is how I pay this bill and literally simple will literally like you can name all your bills out put them there and you don't have to think about it yeah pretty much mm-hmm. just similar to the envelope system just digital it's amazing it's the best thing ever <laughs> yeah. too bad it's going away but yeah. <laughs> but so i mean i'm not i'm a little nervous about budgeting because i because again a lot of these a lot what simple did also is it took the the money out right away so you what you saw up there as your balance was your balance with a lot of, of what, big, you, can of what you can spend, spend. Yeah. a lot of you yeah. know banks are like pending and then it's like okay <laughs> is it pending and you told me the balance of the reduced or is it pending and it didn't reduce it yet <laughs> which one is it <laughs> so right. i'm just I like uh, this is gonna be a headache but i did find yeah. uh, um I found some kind of app and it's actually ran, not run, ran by Dave Ramsey, but he like endorses it or something. It was confusing a little bit. Mint. I was, what's it called? Not meant. It was not meant. No, it was something else. Um, I deleted it. Cause I was like, all right, this is annoying. This is stupid. I just, is it called every, every dollar? It might've been called every dollar. It might've yeah. been that, but mm-hmm. I might revisit it because I just really need something. But Regardless, I've been budgeting pretty decently. Um, I know like what, how I do it is I take what I make them for the month and what my bills are and what I should have left out of the month. Right. Um, and then weekly I'll just, you know, go in and check to make sure. Cause I'll get again, simple made it easy for me to know what's coming out the next check <laughs> for my, for my expenses. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing. 
Um, yeah. I've also been using some apps. Well, but cap, the capital app I use is for my car. So that's what I use. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about every dollar is that it's not actually your bank. So you can move the money. You can tell it where it want to go, but you still got to go into your bank and tell it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you still got to. But Simple kind of combined every dollar with your budget, um, with your actual bank card. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, most millennials have uh, debt. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about how we pay off debt um, and method, methodologies to pay off debt. Mm-hmm. I personally um, have a, a mixture. So, like, there's the snowball effect where you list your budget, your debt. Smallest to largest. This is the one that Dave Ramsey endorses. Mm-hmm. Was by screams about. <laughs> yeah, <it does. laughs> um, yeah. I, I, there was actually a point in time in life where, before quarantine, actually, I used to listen to one of his podcasts every single morning. So that, like, like you know, just the, you know, training the mind to just think, like, all right, it's budget first, it's budget first. So you got goals first, you mm-hmm. got goals. Uh, and then the panoramic happened, and then it was just like, sis, who cares? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is I? Um, yeah, but there's a snowball where you list your debt smallest to largest, and you pay them off in that order. Then there's the um, avalanche method where you list them from highest uh, interest rate to lowest, and you pay them off in that order. And then there's a stair stepper, which is kind of. Um, a mixture of both where you group them from lowest to highest balance and then highest to um, highest interest to lowest interest. But the lower balance and higher balance do this from their like debts between like $0 and $2,000. Mm-hmm. $2, and anything higher than that, you would list from highest interest rate. Um, and then you pay them down, pay them down like that. It's called the stair stepper method. Um, I'd be really interested to see from uh, the audience, like any other methodologies they know um, that we can share and learn from each other. Because again, this is our community. Yes. We don't know shit. <laughs> um, I'm just really interested in these things. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool to like learn how other people budget their, mm-hmm. their money. Cause like, again, like it's just something that, it's so personal. So like someone may do something that is very helpful to you or not helpful to you. And then you learn from their mistake or you can add to their methodology and then boom, it's just like, wow, that really helped. Right. Um, um, really yeah. Cool. I think you just take a pan off debt is, you know, you do what you can do. That's comfortable for you rather. Um, I have to learn. I, I never did like the snowball effect or anything like that. I just, Oh, just, Paid. I have an issue with paying things off at one time. I don't. That's not bad, but I'm just like, okay, I don't have all of this pay off, so I'm probably not gonna pay this right now. I don't know why I'm like that. I mean, unless it's a small amount, like all right, if it's sixty dollars, all right, I can like I'm talking about like credit cards because that's <laughs> besides um student loans. All I have is I don't want to say all I have is credit card debt because that's a debt. You know, that's a lot. <laughs> um, but right now I'm literally I actually did put them in order of least like the lowest bill to the highest bill um to try to do the snowball effect i've never done it before so i'm gonna try to i'm gonna attempt to do it 
But honestly, mm-hmm. like when I get my income tax, I'm probably just going to pay everything off because it just annoys me to know that monthly I have to keep putting this money aside, putting this money aside to pay this, pay this, pay this. And I'm like, right. if I just, picking there, yeah, picking there. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'll just knock this shit off, especially the lowest ones. Like mm-hmm. just knock it off. Um, but yeah, but sa- so saving I, that way, I'm not saving, um, clearing debt that way. I didn't, we didn't go into savings yet, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah. Um, we can talk about saving sex. That's, that's oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a couple of ways to save. Like, so I'm always a little torn with like the ways most people say to save. They're just like, oh, if you get your $5 latte, you know, every day, then you save like $600 a month. And it's just like, there are some things like when I was going hardcore and like not doing any extra spending, I was sad because I wasn't going out to eat. I wasn't going to hang out with my friends. I wasn't getting that $5 latte when I'm having a hard day and I needed to escape from my, my job for the moment I, and tell them I'm going to get a coffee. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like those things like that. Um, wasn't buying lunch. I was packing lunch all the time. And sometimes that doesn't help your process, right? Because you just sometimes it'll take two years, five years, like, you know? Um, and the not, and I, like, I always be like, all right, I don't know how long I'm going to live. And if I, I die that. before I'm able to enjoy life, I then always think about that. Like, like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to do that thing. So I'm not going to skip that concert if I really want to go. Right. I'm going to put money aside so that I can go to that concert. Um, so again, that's why I say like a lot of finances, literally knowing how you move with your money and learning what, what triggers and what things make you happy and like, sacrificing here and then giving a little here like rewarding yourself um sometimes we reward ourselves too much too much like that was oh i saved i I saved an extra five hundred dollars this month let me go reward myself for shopping free sis all that five thousand dollars is gone now like that's like like, i lost 50 pounds (laughs) let me go eat this big ass cheeseburger and pizza and french fries right now treat myself counter (laughs) counterintuitive like Kind of included. Um, but some things you can always ask for a discount. So like with car insurance off the top of the head, like you can ask, you, you can, like every six months you should be trying to figure out where you can decrease your auto insurance because technically there's always a new price out every six months, mm-hmm. right? Um, whether it be for safe driving or you're in school, whatever the case may be, always ask for a discount, try and negotiate your bills down all the time. I mean, every, I have like, so like my phone bill, my insurance, and my um, TV provider, or my internet provider, because I don't have cable. That's another thing you can get rid of cable. Yeah. It's, a waste, it's a waste of money, sis. Especially um, in this 2021, especially in the you could stream era of streaming. Whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, you get a group of friends, you pay for hey, that. Hey. You pay for this. You pay for that. We exchange passwords. Boom. You got you TV, got Disney Plus. All you the got HBO. You, you got Netflix. Yeah. All right. You got Hulu. <laughs> you got Showtime. Right. All right. We in this together. <laughs> we watching all the shows. Okay. Um, but discounts. Um, there's also like, well, it says this. This well, there's ditching your lease, but not again. You know, not everybody's able to have large sums of money to buy cars. Or not everybody has the mindset, as we discussed, right. to put the money aside for cars. Um, tracking your expenses. 
one thing that really helped mm-hmm. me in the beginning is writing, writing everything down before I spent the money made me be like, why are you about to spend <laughs> yep. $15 on this? Like this, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Like learning, that's how I learned my habits. I used to carry this little notebook. It was like three inches long. Um, and I would literally write down everything before I spent it. And mm-hmm. that really helped me. Um, that's cool. Be like, Oh, don't spend that. Especially like, so like, <laughs> there's also like something I did with like um <laughs> like taking the money I made for an hour and always thinking things through that lens like you make twelve dollars an hour for instance you're about to spend twenty four dollars on lunch you work two hours for lunch for this lunch <laughs> is it worth it <laughs> after a wage after wage facts. Wait. <laughs> your your uh your balance not your balance but your bank account for uh reoccurring charges that that you don't necessarily remember that you signed up for so it's never a surprise um like i forgot i was playing for audible literally <laughs> three months ago and I had to stop it. I was just like, wait, sis, you haven't even finished the books that you have. You could put it on pause. Right. Um, there are a lot of things that we just be paying for, like the gym membership you never go to. Right. <laughs> you know, whatever. Those things. Um, cutting down, eating out again. I always, you know what I'm saying? I don't know about that one. I like to eat. Okay. <laughs> budget for it <laughs> I, I, that's something I did though because I because because I always went out to eat with friends and it, it added up so I'm like okay you can like one it's not good for your waist two <laughs> it's not Hello. good for your pockets because you're going out a lot and it's not like my friends like to eat and they don't like to eat cheap cheaply either <laughs> so it's like it's not even like I have food you got food at home and yes look if I want to go out one day I will go out it's not like a definite like you cannot never right. exactly but that's also why I have um the capital app because you could literally you can have that latte but you're gonna pay for that latte twice but that's a part of the the savings you don't even notice it honestly but it helps so if you set a rule to say huh I do. You notice it? <laughs> I be noticing that's gonna be oh. hurt. It's like because I because I budget for every dollar. Oh well, see, so I put that. I literally put. That's why I do it week my budget weekly because I literally put capital in my budget because it tells me what what the money is, what's the upcoming transfer, so I know what's coming up next. So it's like boom, it's in there. That's a lot of for now. Mm-hmm. So okay, um, I might have to look into that. <laughs> but I do it weekly though, so that's you know. It's easier to do that way for for me, but um, but yeah, yeah, if I want that, like mine, and honestly, what mine is like, my rules are not like um crazy rules. It's like the fifty, the fifty two week or fifty four week rule, where it's just like a dollar first week, two dollars, whatever. Then it's yeah. like fifty dollars every paycheck. Um, and then it's like little things. Like at one point, I think I was going chick-fil-a so it was like if you go to chick-fil-a you're gonna pay two extra dollars like it'll it'll take two dollars out of my account if i went to chick-fil-a but that's I don't, pretty cool yeah but now i do it on things that I, i'm always paying for somebody so my t-mobile bill that's a recurring thing once a month but once a month when i pay that ten dollars goes to my capital and my trainer i pay him once a month when i pay him 
ten dollars go to my capital, but that's like once a, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. I mean, it's it could be a slower pace. Like it, you set the rules for yourself, so it is like you know some aggressive ones out there. Yeah, Digit is aggressive. Digit is the most. <laughs> Digit is definitely aggressive. No, it's like all right, God. Like I had to pay my insurance. Like what? What are you doing? Like. It like takes Why the money out like, because like I'm not spending money. Like what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm so confused. It was it was the most. Digit was like having me in the negative. Like sir, hold up. I'm trying to save. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, you can also get creative and DIY a lot of things. Yeah, that's not um, my own ministry. So mm-hmm. I will be. I, I remember. <laughs> if I could make this shirt. <laughs> I don't know how to sew. <laughs> uh, my my scary ass dog. I'm about to say you looked real <laughs> like <laughs> what the hell happened. Um, but di- yeah, I'm not a, a DIY person at all. But I I will be a frugal person and I will go shop at the um thrift stores. <laughs> that's yeah, that's obviously <laughs> yes. Clean them bitches. I used to live in a thrift store years ago. That's all I used to buy. Blazers, dresses. I went through that phase too. Yes. It's a lit. I went through that phase too. <laughs> um, so investing, do you invest? Yes, I do. I actually started doing that last year and this year. Okay. Um, I have I have an investment in Tesla through uh, the Cash App app. <laughs> Um, nice. yeah, I did it when, so I don't really understand stocks and investments and stuff like that, but it was when they had a four way split, I believe it was. Cause I think to buy one share was like four something, but then they had it, mm-hmm. um, it was a four way share something like that. I don't know. Four split where it was like 200. So I bought like two shares at the time. To equal now is like four something, so yeah. That mm-hmm. watching it, I, I don't look at it often because you know with stocks that go up and down, up and down, up and down, whatever. So I'm just like, all right, I'll look at it every mm-hmm. once in a while, and it's just doing what it's yeah. doing, I guess. Um, that's my that's my new thing I need to learn because I don't invest um, because I'm paying off debt. Is is was my mindset, but you could do you can kill two birds with one stone. Um, yeah. And I'm looking into Robinhood, Acorns, and Betterment. Those are all apps that will, you know, teach you or show you or be a broker, essentially, for how you invest. Yeah, I have um, um, Robinhood, I, too. Yeah, a lot of people love Robinhood. I just haven't haven't just dedicated the mental space to actually, like, dry, dive into it. But that is my goal for next month, <laughs> to really figure out, all right, mm-hmm. how we want to invest a little bit of change. Yeah, because just um, saving money and just having to sit there ain't really doing much. You want it to, exactly, to grow. <laughs> exactly. Might as well try to flip it. You hustle. Okay. <laughs> I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler. <laughs> Homie. <laughs> Homie. Um, yeah, but that was all of my financial things that I, like, you know, my tidbits that I have been learning over the years. Um, I'm actually looking into becoming like an financial advisor and like taking those classes to like just for myself and the people around me, like just to be better with money. I mean, money, as much as we don't want to admit it, it, it's the access to the world. If you don't have it, you can't do what you want to do. Thanks. Um, 
you can't move how you want to move. You can't live how you want to live. Um, and it's such an important piece that we just don't talk about enough. Like, we don't teach others about it enough. Yeah. So I want to change that. Yeah, it's not taught in the households. Well, I'm speaking my for black households. <laughs> my household wasn't talked about. Not on not all black households, but I didn't learn budgeting. Honestly, when I got my first credit card, my mother was like, "All right, we gonna go." I'm like, "Dang, what? <laughs> we gonna go shopping?" What? <laughs> um, it was like, I was like, "Oh no, I had I need a new pair of glasses." And of course, you know, college they hit you with those credit cards. Soon as you hit college, and I got a credit card, and she's like, "Okay, well you can buy your glasses now." I'm like, "It's a credit card. I don't have a job, so <laughs> how would I?" Okay, my mother said it's fine. So, <laughs> but, um. But yeah, I just think the conversation about finances is good. And also, like you said, it's a personal journey. Uh, you can't go through a financial journey without going through a personal journey because you're looking inside of yourself and saying, sis, bro, what am I spending my money on? What am I doing that's holding me back from living the life that I want to live? Because I don't care how much you make. If you know how to budget, you can live the life that you want to live. Especially you don't have that. I tell people that all the time. Once I clear my debt, I don't care how much money I make a year. I don't. No. Because 85% of my money go to debt right now. Exactly. So it is what it is. After I get rid of that, I don't care. I don't care. I'm free. I can, I can work at Trader Joe. I don't care. Yeah, no, that's a fact. I can make it work. I can make it work. Because nothing is going to any... of my... Anyway. Like, right. You know what I mean? So my money is my money. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um, that's a good feeling to have to, though oh my gosh the day the day I, I can't wait y'all gonna hear it I'm a yell I'm Jesse I'm, I'm Jesse excuse me Nima, I mean you mean Jesse Disney I just feel like it's been such a long journey and like I didn't really get serious until two years ago but I have been Starting, stopping, starting, stopping, and it's just like now it's like if you have no reason to to still be here, no reason at all. Um, something people should take advantage of right now, if you can, because I know we are in a panorama and not everybody uh, makes the same money that they used to make. But um, your your federal student loans, like if you continue to pay them now. Yeah. They will decrease faster because there's no interest on them right now. So take advantage of that. You get a little extra five dollars, extra twenty dollars, whatever you can, put it towards that because it is op- there's no interest. Like it's going straight to principal. It is. Straight to principal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not ready yeah. to do that yet as far as paying them. Well, I'm in school right now, so I'm like, whatever. I'm just Yeah, it's that uh, I'm in school. I'm back in school. I mean, you pay it on your own then if you're going to go back. That's the part. That's the part that hurt the most. <laughs> so I'm thinking about taking summer classes, and I am most likely will. And I had I was looking at how much they cost, and I'm like, I might just pay this out of pocket instead of just asking, asking for another um, loan. And honestly, I don't even think they even give you a loan for summer classes, honestly, if I'm thinking mm-hmm. about it. But, yeah, like, we'll see. But. <laughs> Do you want to go into Miss Bustin' but Bustin' Um, I didn't really have a lot that I wrote down. I just be I don't I don't follow her. I I just have heard a lot about her through people through social uh, Instagram. Um, 
the budgetista. She's America's favorite financial educator. I think she just put that on her own Instagram, though. <laughs> I don't she's think that involved, was, um, huh? She's a, she's great, though. I mean, I mean, also, she's so I'm happy. <laughs> she's I think favorite. I'm actually going to like maybe read like she has books right she has like ebooks and stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. i think also, i might um, follow her because i don't i haven't followed anyone when it comes to helping me with my financial stuff i just kind of just been doing it on my own and doing what works for me um mm-hmm. so maybe if i do find a plan that that i can manage maybe that'll help yeah mm-hmm. so I'll see. she also has um courses online um like a school and it's called um the dream catchers um and there's three there's three different tracks there's people who are for people who are learning to budget there's people who there's a track for people who are learning to budget there's a track for people who are paying off debt and there's a track for people who are investing oh, um, I see it. Mm-hmm. the live richer university is, is i think it's also under that name um she has challenges, she has resources, she has uh, every month or maybe even every week at this point because she has grown over the years so huge, like um, watching dope. her growth has been amazing. And I've been following her since she had her little, her little blog that wasn't doesn't look anything like her website now. <laughs> um, they are gorgeous now. I mean, it was cool back then, but these are gorgeous. But um, Oh, yeah, yeah, the Live Richer Challenge and it's different things like... Yeah, home buying, savings, credit, mm-hmm. and the once the one week budget. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Um, she has uh, other financial um, leaders or educators go on and teach classes as well. A really great resource for sure. She has a Facebook um, group for them and everything. Um, and there's just people in the Facebook group just talking about how they're killing their 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 um financial goals all day it's it's a real inspiration networking and yeah you know oh my business does this what does your business do oh i'm trying to start a business um how do i get a trademark like so much resources out there um she's a wealth of knowledge i tell you i listen to every podcast she's on every <laughs> single podcast she gets on because she's she's funny too and she it's not it's not even like it's so much different than Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey is like a fire and brimstone kind of, this is the way, if you don't want to do this way, do it your own way. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Um, he's like, these are my sets, five baby sets, certification V. If you want to do it outside of that for her, she has different tracks, different resources. So um, I love her. That's cool. I'll, I'll yeah. read more about her. Well, her programs, but I have definitely heard of her mm-hmm. and I thought it'd be, it was fitting to name her as the black business of the week since we were talking about finances and she just wrote a new book so she wrote a new book about it oh lord yeah like like a book because all her other books were like um ebooks and digital books but her first like book book. well she wrote it she wrote a children's book before that but this is like her finances okay i'm I'm excited to read it (laughs) cool any take you have anything else um oh no, I don't. I don't have nothing else. My thing is just learning your finances. I, I'm gonna say this, but I'm not saying it to be mean. Um, learn to make sacrifices. Stop making excuses about why you can't do certain yeah. things. Um, 
yeah if if you want to remain paycheck to paycheck then fine then this ain't for you but (laughs) if you want to get out of that lifestyle you want to be able to save money and you know especially having an emergency fund because shit happens Mm -hmm. you know then take the steps to educate yourself like i'm i'm not a reader on financial stuff but you could look at like you know instagram instagram has a lot of people on it um has a lot of people that are financial like advisor ish people, you know what I'm saying? They give away kind of like free yeah. gems, um, yep. like basic things to start off with. Yes, they might have like books and other things that go deeper, but there's some basic information you could just, you know, get off the internet. Start you off, yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, mine is actually that's really is what it is. Paycheck to paycheck is not always a bad thing. Like some people who make. 80k or whatever it can be still budget paycheck to paycheck because it works for them um but act your way figure out what works for you and that is what it is yep the key i think the key to um excelling the black community is literally teaching and learning finances Mm -hmm. Uh, because without the financial backing to make dreams come true to provide resources for our own people we can't do anything so I think it starts with us owning our own personal finances and supporting those black businesses and starting those black businesses. And therefore, the community goes, the community flourishes, and we are no longer giving that, you know, it gets rid of that mentality of scarcity and survival. Um, and, you know, we don't need those DPCs. Maybe invest in something. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's it. We good? All right, guys. See you next week.